All right, thanks for downloading the voice report. I'm coming to you from suburban Philadelphia uh, here in, I guess you could say, in Fort Washington. Uh, it is May 20, uh, I guess it's near the end of the month, uh, and we are thrilled to have you on here on this early morning edition of the voice report. Lots to talk about uh, again here in Philadelphia. Uh, actually, the reason why we're up this early, uh, we're headed up the turnpike to Baltimore, Maryland for the Team Thrill scrimmage today. Kalo Elite among the teams that will participate in this. Uh, Team Thrill led by future All-America Jarris Walker and Noah Batchelor. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. That event will be held at the uh, U- uh, Under Armour House uh, later on uh, today. Actually, it's starting in about an hour with uh, the 15s, and then the event officially gets done probably by about, I'd say, close to 8.30 uh, this evening. So we're headed up the turnpike right after this. Again, uh, certainly it's it's been a very tough time uh, in the basketball uh, world. And before we get to that, uh, AAU season officially uh, back. Amoni Bates. Number one high school player in the class of 2022 teaming up with already a loaded team final with a number two player, Jayla Durant. Anybody's uh, thoughts, let us know and send your questions or info on Voice Report on uh, Instagram at The Voice Report or on Twitter, Jacob Schwartz 23 or send it right here on uh, Anchor. Uh, also wanted to bring out the, again, And I apologize for that. I had to uh, had to enter my passcode. Wanted to uh, point out that again, um, you know, at Jamil Brown. Oh yeah, so Jamil Brown has transferred to the Westtown School from Haverford, which wasn't much of a surprise. It's only the beginning, as the transfer portal college is insane. How about the high school uh, transfer portal? Players just going from place to place. First, Justin Moore and Archbishop Wood. Uh, Chance Westery, who has come home, he has left Sierra Canyon. He's still debating on where he's going to go to. I have been in touch with his father, and it looks like he's down to Westtown, Newman Goretti, or Roman Catholic. Hard to say, you know, what's going uh, to happen. Uh, uh, I wanted to bring on a a gentleman this morning uh, to talk about uh, something very, very special. By the way, uh, a special shout-out goes to Jay Wright. Just about six days ago uh, today, Jay was inducted into the class of 2021 in the Professional Basketball Hall of Fame. And congratulations from all of us here on The Voice Report, as we'll be joined in just a few moments by our returning guest, Phil Martelli, Associate Head Men's Basketball Coach at the University uh, of Michigan. He's going to talk to us about what it's like to have Jay uh, into the Hall of Fame. Also, um, it has come to my attention that Jim Fetterty, the longtime coach at Germantown Academy, passing away unexpectedly on Wednesday at the age of 71 after his uh, five-year uh, battle with polycythemia, which is a rare form of blood cancer. And uh, very, very simple, uh, Jim Fetterty was doing his usual day uh, with his family, went to sleep that night or that afternoon and he just never woke up and uh, our thoughts continue to be uh, with his family and by the way uh in lieu of flowers in lieu of flowers can actually be sent to germantown academy on 340 morris avenue the funeral will actually be on tuesday that's where we'll uh, be by the way um as far as basketball events, Albany or Greensboro next week for the Reds, uh, City Rocks, 
and team final or possibly up to the team takeover event. That's and thank you again to those who are listening at the Southern Hoop Group JFS. Yes, team final, 97 points last night. Amoni Bates, 18 of those points. <laughs> I mean, this team is as loaded again as ever. I can't believe I'm actually saying this. Who has the number one or number two player in the country? I don't even know how it's even possible. It's ridiculous. It doesn't even make a, a, any sense at all. Uh, but again, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, you know Jim Fennerty's uh, passing and the legacy that he left on the, uh, the Coaches versus Cancer. A 30-year career at uh, Germantown Academy. It's, it's amazing to believe in a guy who really set the tone for Interact Basketball. 17 Interact Championships. Or the fact off the court, he was married for 32 years to his lovely wife, Mary, his son, Jimmy. Now the assistant at Temple has continued his father's legacy. His daughter, Erin, a nurse, his oldest, of course, uh, who I happen to have met many times. Uh, it's just wonderful man. And uh, like I said, the funeral will be held in Warrington and in, in where the Federty family lived. The luncheon will be at McGurk's and Horsham. So again, anybody interested, uh, funeral's at 11.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Meanwhile, give us one second, folks. We're going to take a little bit of a uh, pause, and we're going to call Coach Phil Martelli from the University of Michigan as uh, Coach Phil Martelli is going to reflect on the life of Jim Fennerty. Stay with us. Hey, on this uh, Saturday morning here in suburban uh, Philadelphia, I am proud now to be joined by the one and the only Phil Martelli, Michigan Associate Head Coach. Coach, good morning. Good morning, Jake. How are you? It's great to uh, talk to you again, and uh, I just did my uh, cold intro. And uh, first of all, it's amazing to believe here we are a year later, uh, to think a year ago at this time, we didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, we weren't really clear about this virus called COVID-19. The world is starting to reopen. And, uh, hey, here here we are. AAU basketball season is here. Um, first of all, how are you feeling? Uh, I am uh, uh, I'm, I'm very optimistic. Uh, I, I feel uplifted. Uh I was home for about 40 days. Uh, I got to visit with uh, all nine of my grandchildren, uh, all three of my children, and spent quality time uh, with Judy. Double vaccinated, which I'm delighted. Yes. And uh, I am just, I'm just so happy that uh, we are getting back to to a new normal. But as you said, with with uh, uh, and I'm careful about calling everything AAU basketball. But I do like bringing summer basketball yeah. and the dedication of the coaches, the players, and, and most especially the parents. I think that I think Jake that that what the parents gave up and how hard they fought for the last 13, 14, 15 months. I, I think all of us need to watch out for each other, thank each other in our own way. Uh, I am a, a great admirer of of parents and how they they kept and, and maintained their young people's 
uh, mental health. Yeah. No. I, listen. It's 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 well said, and uh, you know. Everybody's down, and for those again, as we talked about, who are listening to this podcast this morning, uh, he, it's the earliest I think I've ever done. Everybody's down in Boo Williams, the Southern Hoop Group Jam Fest. Uh, New Jersey Scholars, uh, you know, team takeovers down there, Philly Pride. But the biggest name and biggest team I think that's down there has to be Team Final, and the debut. Of Amoni Bates, the number one high school player in the class of 2022, already teaming up with the number two player, Jalen Duran. He did not disappoint last night, sir. Um, 18 points, I believe, according to uh, Chick Gillespie in his stat book. And when Chick's usually writing down the stats, he's he's pretty like the COVID vaccine. He's about 97% accurate. I, I mean, it's who would have thought? that a team that we support, know, and love has not one but two of the top players in the same class on the same team. The amazing uh, fact, it is a beautiful thing. I've not had a chance to reach out to uh, Rob Brown, so uh, what we have on the, on the circuit is the equivalent to LeBron James joining up with Dwayne Wade and, and Chris Bosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, because, as you well know, team final roster is stockpiled with terrific young men, first and foremost, terrific young men, and really, really good players who are going to have uh, college careers that I hope are very special, and I hope that they play basketball for as long as their body will allow. Yeah, it's uh, hard to believe. Hey, before uh, I brought uh, you know I brought you on here today to talk about uh, a certain individual. We're going to mention him in a few minutes, but now that I have you on here, um, yeah, I have not really spoken to you, and we text like I said pretty much every every other day. You had a heck of a season. Uh, you spent majority of the month. At, at Indianapolis, you were there through the Big Ten. You were uh, all the way, and it took you all the way into the Elite Eight, which you fell a little short. UCLA, um, led by the great Mick Cronin. You know what was that feeling like? Because I listened to that most of, if not the entire game on the radio. Uh, you know what what was going through your players' mind, Phil? Um, as you took the floor, going up against one of the top players, and Johnny Juzang, it's Mick Cronin, it's it's the Elite Eight. What what's what's going through your head, Phil? Well, I I actually thought that that the uh, we spent that day, and Juan uh, Howard is a master at this. Uh, he 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 get, has the players enjoying the moment. Uh, but attentive to the moment. So if it's a walkthrough, if it's a film session, he has that ability for them to have great joy in doing what they were doing, uh, but also paying attention uh, because one play, as it as came out in that game, one play uh, could make a difference. I will say that during the day, I thought we were a little tight. Uh, I didn't know if it was the setting, uh, it's hard to describe, but it was there was the Gonzaga game was going on in another part of the dome 
while our players were stretching. And there was ambient lighting. There wasn't, there wasn't, uh, full scale. The game was on a big screen. You could hear a little bit of the crowd noise, but you couldn't see any of the action. That's how the NCAA so marvelously had set, set up the building yeah. to have the tournament. Um, and I just, I thought we played tight. I really did. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, Jake, all the basketball that people have watched, um, we gave up 51 points and lost. So it, it wasn't our defense. It wasn't an individual play. Uh, it was, uh, we played tighter than we had played in, in basically my two years um, with this group at Michigan. Yeah. So, you, yeah. You got some good look. You got some good kids returning. Eli Brooks has been granted, you know, with COVID, uh, players are getting that fifth year of eligibility. So Eli Brooks has, I believe, has returned. And uh, as of right now, and I know he's going to leave down the road. Is I think he's one of, if not the top big man in the country. Hunter Dickinson had a big game that night. I think it was after, despite Johnny Juzang and his game, you got your man in Hunter. Hunter was, if not the driving force in that game that night. Yeah, and, and the beauty about, uh, and, and you know what, Jake, I just want to, uh, we, yeah. we, we that night, and we continue to do this in the in the Michigan program, uh, we salute UCLA. Their yeah. defensive performance, their physicality, and their identifying that Juzang had it going uh, was, I mean, it wasn't a pleasure to sit there and watch, It was, but it was, to be appreciative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great player. And, you know, that's why Cal was very lucky to have him for at least a year before he went off and kind of made a name for himself. And, and in my opinion, uh, like Jawan Howard, I think Mick Cronin is one of the most underrated coaches in, in America. All the stuff he did when he um, when he was at Cincinnati, the years in the Big East, and then coming to America to the American at Cincinnati. Everybody's always said he's uh, one of the greatest coaches in the history of Cincinnati basketball. Well, he uh, he did special things with that team. So so congratulations to them, and you know to to be in that seat and to be carrying the uh, forward the program uh, of UCLA is quite daunting and he's done a really 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 terrific job uh, Hunter Dickinson has stretched the surface here uh, I think that people are going to see more of his game this year, low post passer extraordinaire I think that uh, he had he had some scares and bouts uh, uh, health wise with, with COVID uh, and I think that they will see a, he'll be in better shape and he will be a much better long-range shooter. So when you add in his power in the low post with his long-range shooting, as you well know, at, at the map, there were games where, where he hit two, three, four three-pointers. Uh, and we add that and the work that, that uh, Juwan Howard does with our big guys, uh, I, I think that Hunter can have a spectacular sophomore year. I'm looking forward. We are really looking forward to seeing what this program again uh, can do. Uh, like I said, I'm headed up down the turnpike to to Baltimore for Team Thrills event today. So we'll we'll definitely keep our eyes out on some future uh, Wolverines. I've heard so many great stories, and uh, I want to bring in another person uh, who also 
uh, has 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 been gone for a couple months. Um, about Tom Kachowski, the great this greatest scout of all. Uh, if if he shook your hand, you knew that you that one you knew he was telling he was telling the truth, uh, and two you knew your future was pretty much set when that handshake uh, came. Uh, how was Tom Kachowski? Because uh, you went on a, a Zoom a few about a month or so ago, along with John Calipari and many other great coaches and New York personalities and Dom DeGiulia. Dom, Dom DeGiulia um, and you basically said that Tom came once a year to St. Joe's. Uh, I personally remember him coming to Philly at least a couple times because he came for at least two reasons. The Donna Frio in Conshohocken, and of course the Philly Catholic League semifinals every year at the Palestra until now when we had to move it to a local uh, site. How was Tom Kachowski? Just a spectacular uh, man. I... I... I'm sure that sooner uh, rather than later he will also join uh, and obviously a great, great shout out and congratulations to Jay Wright yes. on his Hall of, Hall of Fame uh, selection. Tom Kinchowski will go in there. A true gentleman. Uh, just uh, an extraordinary guy. A memory. A love of the game. But he loved the people of the game, not just the game itself. He loved the people that were involved in the game, and he was selfless. He, he, he wanted to make sure that if a young man uh, should go to Ursinus or to Widener, or whether he should go to Kansas or Kentucky, Tom Konchowski treated every one of them with respect and honor and dignity. But he didn't bullshit. Uh, he told the truth. He knew that if you knew that if uh, he said you were going there, he he wasn't full of shit. He was the type of guy who just he he said if he said it, it was true. Yeah, see, he um, you know uh, we go through this this basketball life. And uh, we're, we're blessed to meet a lot of people, make a lot of relationships, and create a lot of memories. Uh, but there are certain people that will never be replaced. Tom Kachowski is on that list as a guy that will never be replaced. Uh, yeah, you said, basically said, in quote, in that Zoom, just like John Calipari said it, the angel uh, sent from heaven. I agree with that, because he really was... The angel sent from heaven. I mean, he was a fine human being. There was, there was nothing. You know, he hardly had. No, he never had anything negative to say. Nobody ever. There was never one thing ever bad said about that man because he was as nice as they came. I remember talking to John Mosco um, when we had a, the celebration um, after the Catholic League finals. John made everybody quiet down after I did a quick toast for Tom, and I think everybody's mood kind of just changed when they thought, oh man, Tom Kachowski, we're talking, yeah, the, the great scout, because there was nothing bad and nothing was said. He was so well respected, especially here in this city. No no question. Uh, really, really, it's a loss, 
it's a loss. And challenge that Tom met that is now issued to all of us is whatever situation you're in, make it better. And Tom Kachowski did that for high school basketball, for high school players, for high school coaches, for college coaches. I want to petition personally uh, for this year's class, although, and everybody else that got in to the Hall of Fame this year, including Coach Wright, we're going to mention him in a few seconds. Uh, Bill Russell, I personally believe, yes, he's one of the greatest players that ever walked God's earth. But is it really necessary for that man to have gone in as as a coach when you could have maybe put in some other individual? I'm talking about Tom. Every player from Ben Wallace to Paul Pierce to Chris Bosh, if you were to go up to them in Springfield, or I think they had it in uh, Connecticut this year at the Mohegan Sun, and say, anybody ever heard of a guy named Tom Kachowski? Say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, who doesn't know him? Do you think it was wrong to not put him in this year with Howie Garfinkel? No, I don't. I don't think it's wrong. I, I think uh, I think the process that they have is extraordinary. Uh, the way they put it in the pockets and the way that they're acknowledging uh, great contributors to the game. Tom Tom will get his place. All right. And you gotcha. you know this, knowing Tom Kinchowski, he's delighted that Garf is going in. Yeah. At, above and beyond anything that personal that Tom would take on on the vote. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I just thought this was his year. And I, like you said, he's probably going to, if not this year, maybe next year, if not next year, it's definitely going to be within the next, I, I'd probably agree. I, I'd say within the next five years. I, I don't disagree with the fact that I think he, he gets in soon. So, you know what, again, I let these guys have their vote. Yes, Garf. Howie Garfinkel deserved to get in, uh, uh, no doubt about it. Hey, how excited are you, speaking of uh, that class? Jay Wright has finally uh, gotten his foot in that door. Um, You coached against him for years at St. Joe's, but more or less you two have been close friends working together both on and off the court with the Philly coaches versus cancer. What's your thoughts on Jay in the hall? I'm just delighted for Jay and – he, he is a really, really, really uh, quality human being. I've read all of the articles and, and the, the uh, different people that put out. And, and for Jay to mention the players and the assistant coaches and his love of Villanova, you know, there, there are there are few, few places, very few places, where the coach and the institution are one and the same. And that's the way that, that it happened at, at Villanova. Villanova is not, is not uh, Jay Wright's job. It's a destination. And it is a, a, a connection that goes way beyond how his teams play. Uh, just extraordinary. Two national championships. And, and, and sometimes... I think in Philadelphia, it's so overwhelming with all of the great coaches and and John Chaney and Jack Ramsey and Kurt McGee and Speedy Mars and Jim Fennerty that we we lose sight of what's right in front of us. Uh, Jay Wright is running a blue blood program. He's running it in a spectacular way and very, very deserving 
of being a Hall of Fame coach, but you also have to acknowledge his family because his family has sacrificed a great deal, as all coaches' families do. Yes. And uh, Jay is, is a, a special friend, and I'm just absolutely delighted for his Yeah, he's done a heck of a job. Uh, You know, like you said, two national titles. He's now getting the trend of sending players to the NBA. Uh, You know, in the next month or so, he'll he'll send yet another player, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who was part of a national championship team just a few years ago. Dante DiVincenzo with the Milwaukee Bucks, and again the list goes on on, and probably his his biggest name, Kyle Lowry, with the Toronto Raptors. And uh, my congrats again go out to Coach Wright and his lovely wife Patty, and uh, his sons uh, Corey and Taylor, and his lovely daughter uh, Riley. And it, it's definitely a, a heck of accomplishment. I, I would I would love to go out to to Springfield and, and pay our our respects uh, to that man. You you brought up Jim Fetterty. One of the most humblest people in the Philadelphia area. He passed away earlier this week unexpectedly at 71 after a long battle with polycythemia, which is a rare uh, a cancer of the blood. You were very close with Coach Fetterty. Uh, Coach Fetterty had a great run over 30 years of coaching at GA. Uh, some of his greatest creations came out of that school, including the only All-American at that program, speaking of Villanova, Alvin uh, Williams, uh, how how devastating a loss is this for this for basketball? Well, uh, you know, one of the things, Jake, that people forget is that Jim Fenerty started at Bishop Egan. That's true. I can remember, I can remember being in Levittown coaching Bishop Fenrick, uh in Norristown versus Bishop Egan, and uh, Jim Fenerty had been alongside Joe Radzinski and then was the head coach at Bishop Egan. And uh, even in the beginning, or thinking back to the beginning, and then watching all of his successes at GA, he never changed. He was, he was, I was reading an article and that he just felt like a Philly kid. And uh, he, he, he wanted to make sure that each and every person, player, but every person that came in contact with him uh, felt respected. And he did a magnificent job at that. I, I obviously had a chance to coach against Jim, uh, work with him. Uh, I couldn't match what he did, but I worked with him in Coaches versus Cancer uh, to, to, watch, to watch him in, this, in the building at GA where he became uh, the athletic director the counselor uh, had a chance to go up there and do some lunchtime talks. Yep, let's do lunch. Sure. And, and every you could just watch that the kids at GA felt uh, felt special because Jim Fennerty gave them a hello, gave them a handshake. Uh, just a, a terrific guy. A terrific guy. The coaching me. The, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but the coaching doesn't mean anything to me. It's, 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 you could have 500 wins or 600 wins, whatever the number would be, but that pales in comparison to the wins that he had in the hallways at GA. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Like, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but he started the interact playoff idea. 
So yeah. those kids used sure. to play short seasons, and then he added to that, and, and he benefited coaches versus cancer. And uh, every summer at our camps, he was there with his team, and he let an assistant coach. This is something that resonated with me. He let an assistant coach so that guy could get some experience. Marty Wise, yeah. Uh, rather than just uh, Jim's voice. So, uh, you know, to his wife, Mary, and his children, uh, believe me, the prayers are going constantly. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was a difficult phone call. Uh, it was a difficult phone call, stunning phone call, when I received it from my nephew, uh, Michael Keogh. Yep. Uh, I just got off a plane in Detroit. And I and I spent the rest of that night tracking it down and tracking it down and tracking it down. I haven't stopped. Uh, I have not stopped talking about him in my mind and to others that I've come across. Um, you know, I'm sure that when I drive down to Baltimore this afternoon, I'll be one of the many people that think, oh, what's the next big story I could talk or think about that Jim Fennerty? Because, man, I had so many stories with him. I remember just talking to him at the Plesser right after he had had uh, the surgery, I don't know if it was the surgery or if he had had the treatment of the polycythemia and we sat in the palestra, we just chatted. Uh, he was such an easy person, obviously, to get along with. And he could tell you stories like crazy. I know they say Tom Kachowski was always full of stories. Jim Fennerty was just another guy that could just tell stories. He was not only was he a great person to talk to, but he was one of the biggest wise asses I ever knew. He used to do you know he used to call me uh, for, I think for a year, he used to call me Jason just to screw with me. I, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I, I never took offense to it. I, I just kept laughing about it. I, and, and Jim Fennerty, like I said, it just, you know, when, when, I, when we all get together on Tuesday for his funeral, it, it's just not going to be the same without him in the room. No, it's uh, Philadelphia basketball is a special, special community. And, uh, and this is another example. Let's make sure that, that, that we thank each other for the memories that have been created, the relationships that continue to grow, and that, that this is always about the young people that we can hopefully build up so that they are the next generation of Jim Fennerty's, the next generation of Kyle Lowry's, and the next generation of of you know a young man that that played Division Three, uh, or maybe he didn't play college, but just the experience of having been able to say, "I am a member of the Philadelphia basketball community." That is a badge that you wear for life. Yeah. No. I, like I said, you think of my mentor Jeremy Treatment. You think of, like you said, Jim Fennerty, and you think of Phil Martelli and Fran Dunphy and John Cheney and. Um, and the list just, again, goes on and on. One last uh, thought before we let you uh, go. Um, Philly Live, and I guess you could say summer basketball. I know you don't, you're, you're not a, and I, I respect that completely. You are you like to say the word uh, spring or summer basketball, not AAU, uh, is returning all over the country. Uh, in, and um, we're hoping to see you at St. Joe's Prep at your alma mater in June. Uh, what will this mean for these kids uh, as we get toward the summer um, 
uh, I guess you could say, of the summer uh, basketball? That's a really good question. I don't know. I, 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 I believe that, that uh, these events will be operated in an extraordinary fashion, a safe fashion, a healthy fashion. I think getting back to watching uh, young guys play uh, will certainly be a pleasure. It, it will be another step towards things being normal. Uh, the opportunity for these young guys to be seen by many levels, because John Moscow and uh, Andre Noble will do a spectacular job making sure there are key matchups and, and every kid will get a chance to uh, exhibit his skills. Um, how it's going to play out, I don't know, because we have that, you know, there is a cloud over our sport right now, yeah. and that's the transfer portal. Yeah. And we don't know how that's going to play out with regard to high school recruiting. But I do think we have to celebrate, and I want to be emphatic about that. We have to celebrate the fact that these young guys are playing with their high school teams. The spring and summer teams are spectacular. Yes. They're well organized. They're well coached. They are. There's just something about seeing a young guy with his buddies, hopefully with guys that he went to middle school with, and, and now they're playing representing their high school. There, there's a joy in that for me. Always has been. And you add that cherry on top and to go back to 17th and Gerard and to, to be a spectator um, in, in that building is... I, I will tell you this. Uh, when we need to discuss our recruiting plans and who's going where, I will quickly volunteer for the Philadelphia weekends. I hope that, I hope that the coaches are kind enough to grant it to me. And I hope, in a way, Jake... Uh, I hope that I'm able to bring Juan Howard to see some of the great young talent. Oh, definitely. We would love that. We would absolutely. You know, we had Roy Williams two years ago, and Mike Bray, and uh, just a mug, and Cal was 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 there with you when you came into the building, and of course. Uh, but it's you know when when I take a break from the scores table and I come upstairs and hang out with the coaches. One of the well, that's that's the other thing is to be able to see those I haven't seen in the last year, uh, eighteen months, and um, it's like I said, it's it's those coaches that get a chance to see those uh, kids uh, play, and and it's amazing, you know. With we already have we're not, we're in May and we already have seventy five teams already confirmed. For, the, for for this event and 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 for someone like yourself to come down to back to Philadelphia will be obviously an icing on the cake because it's your home St. Joe's prep is your home away from home uh, you have spent really almost 30 years between St. Joe's I'm gonna say probably even 50 years uh, total with both St. Joe University and 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 St. Joe prep. And I'm sure you'll you'll probably get to be alongside your old high school teammate Mo Howard because I'm sure he's going to make his way down there uh, a, a, as well. And, and like I said, whoever we get to see, whether he is D1, D3, NIA, or JUCO, we all know it's going to be a special uh, two weeks. Absolutely, and uh, you know the the 
Philadelphia community takes care of the Philadelphia community, and uh, hats off to, to everybody involved with with Philly Live. We're definitely uh, looking uh, forward to that. And again, you can catch us uh, this afternoon at Team Thrills uh, Scrimmage at the UA House. Uh, glad to at least spend the morning with the great Michigan associate head basketball coach, Phil Martelli. And coach, a pleasure to talk with you as always. I know you'll be at Jim Fetterty's funeral in spirit. Obviously, you and I will be uh, chatting over the next couple of days. Uh, I thank you again for taking the time out of your schedule uh, to join us here this morning, and, uh, and we'll definitely catch up with you. Stay safe. Jake Schwartz again here with the one and only Michigan coach, Phil Martelli.